hello and welcome to this week's episode of 10 10 would recommend 10 10, 10 would, would recommend. recommend oh that was a flop <laughs> yeah wait no 10 10 would recommend tell your mother tell your friends don't you remember when we said that tell your sister and your mother too you don't remember that <laughs> <laughs> no recollection of that memory at all i'm gonna send you the clip i'm sending <laughs> okay. in like the, the first our first season okay cool i am tolly t and i am gina hello 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 how are you my dear yeah i'm good i'm really good <laughs> i'm trying to be positive because last time when you asked me i was like oh, i'm fine no i actually feel all right feel okay good. getting colder it's my only thing We're not going to do weather talk. We're not, we're not. We're better than that. Okay, are we? We are better. Th- yeah, we are, we okay, are. how are you? I'm good, thank you. A recent memory came up on my phone and it was a memory of you. Okay. My dear, <laughs> on our time in LA. Oh, So me and Gina times. went to LA together. How many years ago now? Oh, I think it might be four years. It yeah, was, yeah, 2017. It was a few years ago. We it went was. for work sort of thing. Yeah. And we were on the plane to LA yeah. and I passed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, was we even as close as we no, are now? We weren't. We weren't as close. We, were. we, we had like... just stopped hating each other. So this is the point where we just stopped hating each other. Yeah, I remember because we had Black History Month. That's what we yes. We just become friends. <laughs> we just became friends and we were on holiday together. Well, not holiday. We went for work. On the plane and sitting next to each other, having a little drink, you know, enjoying on yes. our company's dine. Yes. So I just goes like, oh, it's like she's stretching. She's like, oh. I was like, I don't feel well. Don't. And she just collapses on me and I'm thinking... She's fucking died. She's fucking died. died. I honestly died. I was so scared. I was like, I didn't know what to do. I don't know any of her like family's numbers or anything. I bet I've only just fucking became president girl. She's died. She's died in my lap in the plane. Uh, what was I gone for? I think you'd passed out for about two, three minutes. I was slapping no, your you... face. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you fucking bitch. <laughs> All my hate I can take out on you now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, Talani, Talani! She's going to pick up, I can kill that. And then you woke up. And, and then fine. I woke up and I was fine and we did LA and it was a great time. It was a really, really good time. That was really dramatic because that was the first one that actually passed out on a flight as well. <laughs> really? And now it happens all the time. Maybe I should stop flying. But yeah, that was Mary that came up and I wanted to trigger you again. To, <laughs> to take you back to that moment. I really did Where you thought you killed me. Yeah. But times. yeah, reminiscing time over. Yeah. What's the homework this week? So the homework for next week it is a new six-part series co-created by Ava DuVernay. Oh, so you know it's going to be good. Exactly. Things that she's done. She did 13th, that documentary about the prison industrial complex in America, I don't, think. Don't look at me, just say it. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm not going to have you making me look like I'm an idiot. I'm not. I'm trying to have a conversation because with you. There's no one the else to talk to. Amendment. I don't know what it is. I'm sorry. I thought you'd seen it. No, I haven't. You're the, literally probably one of the only black people that hasn't seen that. No, don't say that. And it's still Black History Month. Anyway, let's move forward. (laughs) Barely. (laughs) Barely. Barely. Okay. Sorry. So, (laughs) the homework is Colin in Black and White. It is a new six-part series co-created by Ava DuVernay and Colin Kaepernick. Here's the synopsis, so I don't spoil anything. An exploration... Mm of former NFL player Colin Kaepernick's high school years and experiences that led him to become an activist as narrated by Kaepernick himself. Six-part series. Make sure you've watched it for next week. We're going to be chatting all about it. And as Sally said, since it's an Ava DuVernay special, it's going to be good, I think. I'm really intrigued by Colin. Yeah. I'm really I hadn't intrigued actually by even him. heard of him until he, he obviously took kneeling. the knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know NFL. Is he yeah. an NFL player? I yeah, know yeah. absolutely nothing about NFL sports. Neither do I. 
I was listening to something recently and apparently before he started deciding what to do was to sit down or take the knee, he was yeah. speaking to ex-military and they were like, yeah, taking the knee, it does your stand, but it's still respectful. Because mm. apparently sitting down is what's deemed the most disrespectful. Kneeling is a respectful thing to do. Because racist gone a racist. Yeah. And like he lost his job. And do you know what? I think it's a bigger thing to do with like business and yeah. company and what makes money and what this rogue player does to the league. Yeah. And does everyone follow suit? And I think it is a lot to ask sometimes. Like, look, I know that US is a patriot and when I'm not from the US, so I'm just, I'm really talking out of turn, but since I'm here. Yeah, they love their flag. They love it. And then they really the patriotic. However, I don't give a heck. This reminds me of a story. I'm going to tell it real quick. Go on. I don't know if I've ever told this on the podcast. And it's about those patriotic songs that everybody has to sing. But like when you really deep the lyrics, you're like, oh, it's a bit oh, awkward. Yeah. So, you know, me and my mum, we regularly go on mum daughter holidays and we usually go on cruises. You do. Obviously, we're on that large ship. Yeah. Large. Very large ship. It's an English company. Okay. And as we took off, they were singing the song Rule Britannia. Okay. And Rule Britannia is he like. He knows the lyrics to that. You would know it if you heard it. It's like. Let's even Google. What does the lyrics say? Let's Google because a part of it is like we'd never be slaves or something like that. <laughs> and me yeah, and my like rid of the non-English. And also we were like we were on a boat with all these. Oh no! That's why I said large ship. What are the lyrics? <laughs> and we're like, ooh, this is that. Maybe it's not that awkward. But I heard the words. So I said, mm. say it. We did. Rule, rule Britannia yeah. <laughs> Rule Britannia Britannia rule the waves Britons never 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 shall be slaves Rule Britannia Britannia rule <laughs> And we were like Never be slaves <laughs> Emphasis on it ever again <laughs> Oh Rule Britannia Yeah anyway Rule Britannia is extremely awkward Shall yeah. we <laughs> I'm worried about flags anyway Like the The England flag makes me feel Very uncomfortable Yeah like, Especially around football time. Around football time, around football season, England flag. The Union Jack. I can Union Jack of Hawaii. Oh, I'm not yeah, Union Jack. I can't Union all Jack. Together. It doesn't feel as the, England the, one. The white and red one, feels yeah. very, this is England. Yeah, it does. And like, get out, go home. <laughs> it does. Why does it feel like I that? Don't but the, know. The, the, I don't know. I find it so threatening. Even like around football season and I see it like hanging at people's, I'm like, please take that back. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, watch that for next week, everybody. And we will actually move on to what we need to talk yes, about we this week, which is made. You were ahead of the game because you I was ahead already of the game. Knew. I knew about it. I told people about it. And all week it's been trending yeah. and I am taking full responsibilities for that. I think you should. Like I said before, when I tried to watch The Maid, the first three episodes, I'll be honest, I fell asleep every single time. Okay. And that's not because it's bad. I feel like some of the best shows have made me fall asleep. Hear me out. Okay. Pursuit of Happiness, it took me 16 goes to not sleep. Yeah. I slept every single time I tried to watch it Mm. until I didn't and I was really happy I didn't. (laughs) Maid, I think I watched episode three about four times because I just kept sleeping. Okay. And for those who have forgotten, what would you say Maid is about? So Maid is based on a New York Best Time Sellers, someone's book yeah. on her life. Yeah, and it's basically, by that one. yeah, it's a young girl who wanted to go to college and study English and become a writer, but gets pregnant and then starts to live with her boyfriend at the time in like a caravan type thing. And he abuses her. It rides this line of 
because we don't see physical abuse, mm-hmm. you debate with yourself, but he's an alcoholic and he's a drunk or you never actually see him physically abuse her, but there's a lot of abuse going on. Yeah. And she has a mum who has mental health issues mm-hmm. and it's just her trying to navigate this life with her child, her abusive boyfriend and her mum who's not well. Mm. And she becomes a maid and starts cleaning really rich people's houses mm-hmm. and writes about their stories as well and things like that, really. Yeah, yeah. So Maid is 10 episodes long mm-hmm. and I found it quite slow at the start. This is it not is a criticism life. because it's interesting how, again, how we perceive domestic violence and what we say encompasses, like, is under that umbrella. Mm-hmm. Because at first I was like, oh, her life doesn't really seem that bad. Mm-mm-mm. As you say, there was a one incident that we see where he hit, like, next to her but doesn't hit her. Yeah. You know, they seem to actually be getting on okay. It starts ramping up gradually. Like, yeah. I feel like the second half of the series, you're like, oh, the way they showed this, what was absolutely beautiful. Sorry to spoil it, but again, you should have done the homework. She goes back to him. Yes, yeah, she does. And that second time round that we see her going back to him, he's way worse than yeah. I feel like before. Like, mm-hmm. he's way more emotionally manipulative. He, like, says, oh, but do you need a phone? And so she doesn't have a phone. Yeah, he does things like that. Yeah, stuff like that. She mentions it and it kind of, like, I think as the audience person, it's kind of seeps into you and how you actually interpret abuse and what abuse is sort of thing. Exactly. So he asks her, she actually needs a phone. Why can't they just share a phone? Yeah. He says that she doesn't need a bank card. They can just share their account sort of thing. And he does these things where, like, all of her friends are his friends and they all take his side. So he's, like, stripping her away from her. And because of how abuse is often displayed, which is, like, violent and things like that, we're like, oh, wait. It is abuse, sort yeah, of thing. Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. And that he disguises it under this whole notion of love and it's because I love you, that's why I'm doing this, it's because I love you, that's why I'm protective over you. Mm-hmm. And that ain't it. It ain't it. And one of the most poignant bits for me was when she's going through like a depressive state. Yeah. And they depict it as her being at the bottom of this hole. Yeah. It's almost like a black nest that she's like in the fetal position in. And so every time they speak to her, she's not with it but then she's actually like in this nest so they're kind of like trying to show her mental state and uh, she said she doesn't want to eat because her dad is over and her husband is like no you need to eat like sit down and she's like no I don't feel like eating he's like sit down you're gonna eat I felt at that point because she slept with him and got back with him and that like, he leaves and she starts crying and she's like I'm so stupid I'm so stupid yeah, I, I, that, oh that my bit god that got so... me so that got me so much like what have I done I'm so stupid it I've got, got myself me. back to this exact same position that I didn't want to be in exactly. before Exactly, it got me. And you know what I felt really bad about? Because when she was saying I'm so stupid, I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, no, literally, when I saw her have sex with him, I was like, you idiot. Yeah. I literally was like, you fucking idiot. And initially, for some reason, I thought that was the last episode. Mm. So I was like really annoyed with her. Like, oh, what is wrong with you sort of thing? But again, if you think about how abuse works in real life, that's often how it goes. Yeah. In the show, the woman says it takes women six times to leave. To actually leave. Six or seven yeah, times yeah. to actually leave. Because she meets another woman mm-hmm. who's at the domestic violence centre. She's they a have. great character. She's really, yeah, really Danielle? great. Danielle? Yeah, Danielle, yeah, Danielle, that's it. Yeah, yeah, Danielle. And she gets back with her man and that was like her third or fourth time being yeah. there. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting that when we first meet Alex, the main character... And she realises that Danielle has gone back. She's like, what the hell? Like, why has she gone back? She was in trouble. And she does the same thing. Yeah. And you realise that it's just not as simple as... Everybody thinks that they'll be the person that, that doesn't leaves. go back. Yeah, 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 definitely. You're like, that will never, it can never be me. That will never happen to me sort of thing. And then you're in that situation and then suddenly it's you. I think what was also good that we've got an insight to see how the state or the government is really not helpful Yeah, when it comes to women that mm-hmm. are, like, abused. Yeah, especially those who don't have the physical marks of abuse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you're not taking them seriously before it even gets to the bit where yep. the man's beat her... Yep. <sighs> there was this great tweet that said something about, oh, a woman calls the police, hey, like, my boyfriend or husband or whatever is threatening to beat me up or whatever, and the tweet says the police replies, yeah, call us when he does. 
It's true though. And it's, like, it's actually true. It's like, this man's going <coughs> to kill me. Like, let us know when he does. It's so sad. And there's so much pressure put on women. Again, the same way that we Why watched it. Leave? Why didn't you leave? Yeah. Why did you go back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he didn't actually touch you. So yeah. is it a bit like all of these things that I get why people don't feel comfortable to say anything or like just think, what's the point? You know Absolutely. what I mean? And the person who plays her mum, her mum is so good. Yeah, she's really, really good. Like she's it's really so good. good. And again, it is that weird thing of her like, being in a position where you are the parent to your mum because your mum's not well. Mm-hmm. And like, how do you even figure that out? There must be many people who act as carers to their parents yeah. who are in this space of like, that's meant to be my mum, but yeah, I'm the one consistently looking out for her and looking after her and things like that. Yeah. And like, this is completely different, but it made me think of, her mum has this episode and it's quite a bad episode and she's there with her abusive boyfriend at the time. The mum goes to the hospital, they go back home and then they have sex, her and her boyfriend. And I've always thought, I'm really not trying to be funny. Okay. Why do people always have sex when they're sad? Like, I've never mm. gone through a traumatic experience in my life, but films always show this traumatic, awful thing happens like, after a funeral or after someone dies, and then people start having sex. Yeah. Sadness has never invoked horniness. Like, why did I do that? Do you know what? One time, yeah, one time. You were sad and you had sex? No, 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 no. One time, my first boyfriend, yeah, I think my mum went to hospital. So I had to stay at his house. And I was really sad and scared and all sorts of stuff because I'm obviously really close to my mum. And I'm like crying or whatever. He's looking after me. He's looking after me. Why does my man start kissing me? I'm thinking... (laughs) Sex time! She's sad! (laughs) I was like, why are you kissing me? He was like, kissing me. I'm thinking, why are you kissing me? Like, I am sad. It's the films. The films do it all the time. (laughs) TV show does it all the time when someone's really sad and suddenly it's sex time. Yeah, yeah. It is weird. When I'm sad, and the last thing I want to do is someone to touch me. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. Feelings are very complicated, aren't they? Because it's like when somebody's looking after you and then there's that feeling of like closeness because you've gone through a traumatic experience together and the person's looking after you, then all of a sudden you're looking at them different, like, oh, maybe I do still love this person. But your mum's in the hospital. Boom. Yeah, but it's just complicated feelings, isn't it? God forbid you ever experience anything sad. Never say never. yeah, I don't, I don't. It is deep to have sex when, you, when your mum's just, just gone to hospital. Yeah, I, just think it's, I was like, why are they having sex? Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're really right. But like, even when you have an argument with your partner, yeah, and then obviously you're sad, you're crying, blah, blah, blah. I don't believe in makeup sex when I'm angry. Really? I hold grudges. I don't get it. We've called each other every name under the sun. I think you're a prick and you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> And personal. then, <laughs> oh, let's be into no, get off me. No, because you would have made up. Yeah, makeup sets. You made up, innit? Obviously, you were a bit annoyed, but all that pent up aggression, it's got to go somewhere. No. Just like the pent up sadness. It's got to go somewhere. And oftentimes, it goes into someone else's dick. Not that I would know, but that's what I've heard. But how would your mum feel? She knew. <laughs> Listen, when she was in hospital, yeah. you just get your back blown now because you were so sad. Do you know what? I feel like, like she'd be like, be like yeah. <laughs> Someone's Same got to. <laughs> Someone's but got you to. <laughs> okay, so I had a question for you. Mm-hmm. I think that made is about a lot of different things. Yeah. It's obviously about mum's struggle. It's about a mother and daughter relationship. Mm-hmm. It's about all these things. But one of the many things I think it's about is history repeating itself. Because obviously the experiences that Alex had when she was younger with her parents are the same experiences that she's seeing that her, her mom, daughter yeah. is experiencing, right? Like mm-hmm. when she hid in the cupboard, yeah. it's the same thing that Alex did when she was younger. Yeah. And even the woman who's the maid's husband, he is an alcoholic and his mum was also an alcoholic. Yeah. So my question for you is, what do you think is the worst trait that you've taken from your parents? Oh, 
I think the worst trait I've taken from my mum is like worry. She used to worry about things and mm. be like, oh, things are not going to work out. I remember this one situation. So I was getting driven to uni, right? Mm-hmm. And one of my uncles were coming to pick us up sort of thing. And he was late. He was just running late. There was traffic or whatever. Our mum had like, convinced herself that he wasn't coming. And she just started crying. She was really upset about it. Yeah. And then he came. He was just late. But mm. she'd worked herself up so much to mm. be like, oh, someone's let me down. How am I going to get my child to uni? Whatever, whatever. And I remember watching that situation. I was like, it's fine. Like, we'll find a way. But I've actually overreacted to situations just like that before. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've been like, oh my God, that's your mum. Wow. Like, I'll be honest. Every time I talk to my therapist, she's like, and who does that sound like? No, your therapist, she is... And I don't talk about my mum like that. Yeah. Well, honestly, it's my mum. Yeah. I've taken loads of traits from my mum. Like, some things are stuck that I'm like trying to pull off. Yeah. 100%. And some things I'll allow, but some things need to go. Mm. You? Honestly, the worst trait I've taken from my mum is swearing. It's the reason why I swear. Not swear a lot. Oh my goodness, Talani. I've been to find your mum loads. I know. Like, you have to know her, know her. My mum swears all the time, like a trooper. Mm. C word, everything. The only reason I swear so much is because of her. And when I was growing up, she used to swear bare. Back in the day, when we, when we used to live on an estate, yeah, we used to live with like, <laughs> I loved them, but they're really like, oh, fuck off. Like, that's how yeah, they... Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. How that's they, how they say hello. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right, bitch. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to live with people like that. And so my mum used to swear like that all the time. So when I was growing up, I used to have that. And I didn't start swearing until I was in secondary school. And I never said it around my mum. Now I swear all the time. I can even swear in front of my mum. She doesn't even say anything. I'm not against swearing. I think it's a good part of language. Really? So when people have this overreaction to swearing, I don't get it because I just feel like it's another part of language. Mm. And I think when people look down on it, it's a class thing. You're right. I think it's a massive class thing. I think you're absolutely yeah. right. And I also hate I when people say language. I'm like, you know what? Fuck yeah, off. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> I genuinely have never thought swearing was that big a deal. Yeah, worst trait for me, 100% swearing. Defo. So it's Halloween season, spooky season. Time. Boo. Boo. Um, yeah. I, it's not a season that I like. Look, neither me nor Talani like Halloween. To be we don't, we don't. Like, and I'm like, if I go to a Halloween party, it's so I can have an excuse to yeah. be uh-huh. naked. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, to wear less clothes. And yeah, that's about it. I don't do Halloween costumes. I don't really care for them. It's also hard to grow up religious and that love Halloween. Part. I was brought up Catholic. And I mean, nobody was fucking with Satan like that. Yeah, so. my mum does not play with the devil. I mean, like, I literally wasn't allowed to watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh like gosh. that literally like I like so you, you want to be a witch. <laughs> <laughs> like I wasn't I wasn't allowed to t- yeah, wasn't allowed to watch it. The talking black cat. My mom doesn't fuck with cats till this day. Yeah. Like as in like if a cat is following her, she thinks someone from back home has sent them. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She thinks like it's a witch disguised as a cat. Damn. But if you lot are pagans, <laughs> the pagans that do celebrate Halloween. Yeah. Uh what is the celebration of Halloween? What is the history? So um I actually don't know. Shall I Google it? Yeah. The tradition originated with the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain, when people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. Over time, Halloween evolved into a day of activities like trick-or-treating and all them men there. But so what's, no one still, I have no idea what it's for. Halloween is the evening between the Christian holy days of All Hallows Christian. Day. <laughs> <laughs> Christian! <laughs> The eve of the Western Christian Heast of All Hallows Day, it begins the observance of All Hallowtide, dedicated to remembering the dead, including saints. Oh! Okay, that actually 
actually sounds alright. That right. doesn't sound that bad. Dedicated to remembering the dead. That's alright. Yeah. So then why did we make it into it's all spooky and this is when people kill each other and all that? I actually don't know. That's well, Halloween for yeah, you. Halloween. Anyway, let's recommend you some stuff. I don't like scary films. It's not my bag. Yeah, same. Candyman, the original, mm-hmm. is on Netflix. Candyman is a kind of horror film I will never watch. Same here. It's the first film I ever heard of that scared the life yes, out of me to I this day. I will actually like never watch it because how many times have I said it now? Twice. Okay, that's what I'm saying it. But you've got no mirror, so it's all right. He's how not do we know? Things out. are reflective in here. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And that's the kind of thing that in my head I would actually believe. So I don't mess with it, but it's a classic and everybody should apparently watch it if you're into that kind of thing. Did somebody tell you about that film when you were younger? Because that's what happened to me. Yeah, yeah. Why has everyone got I've told ne- about that I've film? never watched it. Neither have I. I and yeah, I'm so scared. If they told me it was a film. But you know sometimes people are wicked. So they tell you like it was a real life thing that happened. Yeah. So I think I got told about it as if it was their experience. So that's yeah. why I got shook. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, Candyman on Netflix. And also, I'm not too sure if this is a horror film or satire. Bad hair. <laughs> yes. I think it's predominantly an all black cast. Yeah. I watched it as satire. I couldn't see it as a horror film. Like, it had to be funny. Because every time she walked in with her natural hair, you hear that scary music. Like, ooh, and it's just like... like so it's basically based in 1989. It's about a black woman who has natural hair. She works in TV. And her TV exec tells her to get a weave. So she gets a weave and the weave has a mind of its own. And it's, ooh, and the weave is <laughs> the evil. <laughs> I bet you any money a black man wrote that film. Who the fuck wrote that? Because what? No offence. But how did it get Kelly so... Kelly Rowland's in it. Sister Kelly, explain yourself. Do you know what I want? I want better films for her and I want better songs for her so much. I love Kelly. She's got a beautiful voice and I just need the right song for her. But I'll be your remember. Do you not think that was a bit of a tune? No. Remember. Her Which biggest she... tune was Train on the Tracks. Fucking banger. I've never even heard that song. you never heard Train on the Tracks? No. The guy that got shot when he went to school. No, that, was that was another song. <laughs> but that song slapped. Stole. That was Stole. Yeah. That was Stole. Stole. It's like, Mary's got the same sound as Marilyn Monroe. She put her fingers in the impetus every time he did a show. She could have been a movie star. <laughs> that song. Oh, but you know what? Kenny Rowland. Yeah, you should have started. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're so right. You're so right. I just want better songs for her. So it's about a weave that attacks back. Basically. I'm dead. Okay. It sounds Basically. like when I first got a weave. <laughs> it felt like it was it, trying yeah. to fight me. When a weave is too tight, it can feel like it has a lot of I have never had a weave since. That, that weave lasted in my head for three days. It was Did that bad. Out? Oh, God. It was awful. Oh, awful. We go through so much of our hair. I have more recommendations, none of which I've seen. But honestly, if you want some recommendations that are currently on Netflix, we're going to give you a list right now. Here we go. As Fani said, Candyman. I've said it once. Midsommar. Who? Slash Midsummer. <laughs> Midsummer. Yeah, you know that one with uh, Florence Pugh. You know who that is? Sure. Fuck's sake. Okay. Well, why did you stop me? Because you didn't. Don't fucking. It sounded it. interesting. It's mad. It's about that Swedish Finnish. Okay, I'm being really stereotypical. I don't know. Maybe Swedish, but holiday, and they go around and they all dance or whatever. Anyway, it's mad. Everyone gets murdered or something like that. Okay. I did a really bad job. I've never yeah, seen it. Did. Anyway, Hereditary also on Netflix. Hush on Netflix. Cabin in the Woods. Ma. With Octavia Spencer. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I never watched Ma. She's in so many memes off that film. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to yeah, ask yeah, her how she yeah, feels yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah. Octavia, if you listening, please tell us. Haunting of Hill House slash Bly Manor. Those are two very good shows. So we've actually watched them. We have. Because we had to watch it for last season. It's true. So we have watched them. American Horror Story, also on Netflix. Halloween, a classic, also on Netflix. Mm-hmm. If you want something slightly less scary, but still within the horror genre or horror light genre, The Addams Family and Ghostbusters, also on Netflix. Do you know I've never watched The Addams Family or Ghostbusters? 
Oh God, I'm just sick of you fucking. I understand the references. Also, when did the Adams Family come out? What year? Do we know? Yeah, we were old enough to have watched what it. What year was it? I don't know what the year was. Okay, whatever year it was, I think it's really important to remember that I came to England in 1997. You, ha- <laughs> <laughs> you keep acting. Anything that is British you've... culture prior to me coming here in 1997, I know nothing about it. Okay, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to our podcast. Thank you. If you would like to find myself anywhere on social media, yep. my name is at SmileGina, G-E-N-A. Mm-hmm. And where can we find you, T? And you can find me on social media at Tolly underscore T. And you can find Netflix UK at Netflix UK on all social media platforms. And it's at Netflix on TikTok. Thank you so much, everybody. Please don't tweet us and drag us for the fact that we haven't seen a lot of horror films and that Talani hasn't seen The Adam Family. And that uh, uh, Gina doesn't know what the 30th Amendment is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go and murder Tilani now. <laughs> Happy Halloween!